0: Honey Bunny Funny Bunny Honey Bunny Funny Bunny had a big brother. His name was PJ Funny Bunny. PJ Funny Bunny loved Honey Bunny Funny Bunny very much, but he liked to tease her. Every morning PJ pulled the covers off Honey Bunny's bed. Sometimes he poured orange juice in her cornflakes. He liked to tie knots in the sleeves of her pretty dresses. He poured blue paint in her yellow paint jar and yellow paint in her blue paint jar. He even switched the heads on her dolls. And every night at the dinner table, PJ smashed mashed carrots on poor Honey Bunny's head. After dinner, he put her favorite fuzzy bunny blanket in the freezer. At bedtime, he hid under her bed and yelled, Boo! At least PJ can't bother me while I'm sleeping, said Honey Bunny Funny Bunny. Then one night, while Honey Bunny was asleep, PJ painted her face bright green. "'Mom!' cried Honey Bunny in the morning. "'Look what PJ did!' Mr. Funny Bunny was very angry. He sent PJ to his room. "'You are a very bad bunny,' Mrs. Funny Bunny said. After that, things were different in the Funny Bunny house. Honey Bunny had her cornflakes with milk. Her pretty dresses stayed nice and pretty. With her blue and yellow paint, she painted big yellow suns and blue skies. Honey Bunny's dolls kept their own heads.' P.J. Funny Bunny had stopped teasing Honey Bunny, Funny Bunny. At first, Honey Bunny was very happy, but after a while, she began to feel that something was missing. Where's P.J., she asked her mother one day. He's gone out to play with his friends, said Mrs. Honey Bunny. Honey Bunny sat down by the window. She did not want to paint. She did not want to play dolls. She did not even want to play with her friends. She sat and sat and waited for PJ to come home. Finally, PJ came up the walk. Hi, PJ, said Honey Bunny. But PJ went right past Honey Bunny. That night at dinner, PJ sat and ate his mashed carrots. Honey Bunny just stared at hers. When it was time for bed, Honey Bunny's fuzzy bunny blanket was soft and warm. But Honey Bunny did not care. Honey Bunny looked under her bed. No PJ, no boo. The next morning, PJ did not pull the covers off Honey Bunny's bed. Honey Bunny was as sad as sad can be. Mom, she cried, PJ doesn't love me anymore. Mrs. Funny Bunny looked at Honey Bunny. Then she smiled. Oh, yes he does, she said, come with me. Mrs. Funny Bunny took Honey Bunny into the bathroom. She lifted her up in front of the mirror. Honey Bunny could not believe her eyes. Her face was painted blue with yellow polka dots. PJ loves me, she cried. Honey Bunny Funny Bunny was very happy. She ran to PJ's room. PJ Funny Bunny, you're the best brother a bunny could ever have, said Honey Bunny Funny Bunny. And she gave him a great big fuzzy bunny hug. We're going on a lion hunt. We're going on a lion hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're not scared. Been there before. We're going on a lion hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're not scared. Been there before. Oh, no, tall grass. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. Can't go around it. Have to go through it. Swish, 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 swish. We're going on a lion hunt. We're going to catch a big one not scared been there before oh no a lake can't go over it can't go under it can't go around it have to go through it splash 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 we're going on a lion hunt we're going to catch a big one we're not scared been there before oh no a swamp can't go over it can't go under it can't go around it have to go through it squish squash squish 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 squash we're going on a lion hunt we're going to catch a big one we're not scared been there before Oh, no, a big, dark cave. Can't go over it, can't go under it, can't go around it. Have to go through it. In we go, tiptoe, tiptoe. But what's that? One shiny, wet nose, one big, stag- shaggy mane, four big furry paws. It's a lion! <gasps> back through the cave, back we go, tiptoe, tiptoe. Back through the swamp, squish, squash, squish, squash. Back through the lake, splish, splash, splash, splash. Back through the long grass, swish, 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 swish. All the way home slam the door, crash. We're all tired now. Tired and sleepy. Better catch a lion tomorrow instead. The Mitten. It was the coldest day of the winter and a little boy was trudging through the forest gathering firewood for his grandmother. Bring back all you can find, the old woman had said as she sat knitting a pair of mittens. The north wind blows cold and we must have a good fire to keep us warm. All morning the boy worked, picking up sticks until his sled was well loaded. Then a very strange thing happened. Just as he picked up the last stick, he dropped one of his mittens in the snow. Now how a boy could do this on the coldest day of winter, I'll never know. But that's the way my grandfather tells the story. Off he went with his load of wood and the mitten was left lying on a snowdrift. As soon as he was out of sight, a little mouse came scurrying through the woods. She was very cold, and when she spied the little boy's mitten with its feathery fur cuff, she popped right in to get warm. It was just the right size for a tiny mouse. Presently, a green frog came hip-hopping over the snow. Anybody home, she asked when she saw the mitten. Only me, said the mouse, and come in quickly before you freeze. They had no sooner settled themselves snugly in the red wool lining when an owl flew down. May I join you in that lovely mitten, he asked. If you mind your manners, replied the mouse, for owls always made her nervous. And don't wiggle around too much, added the frog, because it's a bit tight in here. It wasn't long before a rabbit came down the forest path. Is there room for me in that nice warm mitten, asked the rabbit. It's awfully cold out here. Not much space left, said the mouse and the frog and the owl, but come in, we'll see what we can do. Even before the rabbit had gotten herself tucked in, a fox trotted up to the mitten. And after a good deal of trouble, she got herself in along with the others. The mouse was beginning to think maybe she shouldn't have been so generous, but with the bitter wind outside, what else could she do? And now as if things weren't bad enough, the next visitor was a big gray wolf who wanted to come in too. I don't know how we'll manage it, said the mouse, but we'll try. Everyone moved around a bit and finally the wolf was squeezed into the mitten. It was very crowded by now, but at least it was warm. Things had just gotten arranged nicely when the animals heard a great snorting. It was a wild boar, and he was very anxious to get in out of the wind. Oh, dear, cried the mouse, for the mitten was already beginning to stretch a little. We just don't have any more room. I'll be very careful, said the boar. With that, he squinched himself into the mitten along with the mouse and the frog, the owl, the rabbit, the fox, and the wolf. I know this is so because my grandfather told me. But the worst was yet to come, for who should appear now but a bear? He was very big and very cold. No room, no room, cried the animals, even before the bear had a chance to speak. Nonsense, said the bear. There's always room for one more. And without so much as a please or thank you, he began crawling into the mitten. He put his paw in first, and the mitten creaked and groaned. He put his other paw in, and one of the seams popped. Then he took a big breath and pushed himself in. Now, while all this was going on, along came a little black cricket. She was very old, and her creaky eggs, legs ached with the cold. When she saw the mitten, she said to herself, Now that looks like a nice warm place. I'll just hop over and see if I can squeeze in two. But, ah me, that's all that was needed to finish off the poor old mitten. The cricket had no more than put her first scratchy foot inside when with a rip and a snap, the stitches came apart, the old leather cracked, and the soft red lining split in half, popping all the animals into the snow. Well, at this very moment, the little boy discovered that he only had one mitten. So back he went to see where he might have dropped the other one. But all he could find was the ripped apart pieces. And he thought he saw a little mouse scurrying away with a bit of red wool perched on her head. It looked very much like the lining from the thumb of his missing mitten. Oh, well, said the boy as he snuggled his cold hand inside his coat. My grandmother will surely have my new mittens finished by now. Then he hurried home with the north wind nipping at his cheeks. And my grandfather says he never did know what really happened to his mitten. Listen to my trumpet by Mo Williams. Gerald, sit, 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 do not move. I have a trumpet. Do you want to listen to my trumpet? Yes, please. Here I go. Wait, that wasn't right. Oh, not right at all. Blip, flip flip That's better. Better? Trink. Clack! Grill! Drum! <coughs> Yikes, that is not music. think Piggy sounds like my Aunt Molly with a cold. Spack, track, twack, spack, crack, glack! And now the big finish. Blark, glark, quark, black, zap, black, blank, arc lark, mark. Finished? Finished! So, what do you think of my trumpet? Um, your trumpet is, yes, uh, go on, your trumpet is loud, and your trumpet is shiny, and you, uh, hold your trumpet very well, and, um, I'm waiting, Peggy. you are my friend, and I am your friend, so I will tell you the truth. Your trumpet is loud and shiny, and you hold it well. But that was not music. Sorry. Gerald, you think I am trying to make music? I'm trying to speak elephant. I want to sound like you. Oh, but Piggy, your accent needs work. I will teach you. Yay! Try more ick in your. (laughs) Grrr! <laughs>